0: week's episode of hawk talk well it's finally arrived we're back at training this week might be with the restrictions and in small groups, but it is just great to see the players training with a smile on their face and having fun with their mates it's only a small step but all going well it is the first step towards the SMG AFL season possibly beginning in early July on the AFL front clubs have started contact training this week the fixture for the first four weeks of the season restart has been released And it's now just 14 days until the return of the season, with a Thursday night blockbuster between Collingwood and Richmond at the MCG. Can't wait. And here's a question for discussion at some other time, but can you still call the Collingwood-Richmond game a blockbuster if there's no crowd? On this week's show, we're talking to Mick Mastromano, a member of the club's committee who wears many hats, including a new one, COVID-19 safety officer. We have a chat to Logan Irvine, one of our under-10 players. And we learn a little bit about Sharon Adams and what it's like to be the club secretary in just your second year at the club. Now we welcome our first guest, a man of many hats, Mick Mastromano. He's a member of the club's committee and the football operations group. He's the club registrar one of our under-12 coaches, and now one of the club's COVID-19 safety officers. Welcome, Mick.
1: Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Good to, be, uh, good to be up and
0: about. Now, Mick, it's great to see the club back on the park training this week, although with a lot of restrictions in place, including the need to have a COVID-19 safety officer. Can you tell us a little about the role of the, the C-19 CSO and uh, what was required to get approval to be able to train this week?
1: Yeah, no Rosalind So as the COVID-19 safety officer for the club, or one of them, uh, our job is to make sure that the club is compliant and uh, training in a safe way uh, as we move towards games later in the year. So. Uh, The AFL Victoria and the Southern Metro Junior Football League have been uh, liaising with uh, government at multiple levels and they've come up with some protocols that uh, need to be followed in order to keep our kids and our parents and our coaches and the community uh, safe from the spread of COVID-19. So, my role for the club is basically to coordinate and make sure that we're uh, compliant in everything that we do. We don't want to be uh, in a position where we get ourselves in trouble and uh, take that permission that we've got away. it was It was a, a bit of a job to get uh, get the approval sorted out. We had to prepare a detailed submission that uh, that was ticked off by the SMJFL and the Monash Council. Uh, and, um, yeah, quite a bit of work went into that, and, uh, yeah, it's really important that we all follow the rules, first of all, to keep ourselves compliant and safe, uh, and second of all, so that we uh, maintain that ability, you know, for the kids to get out and have a kick and, uh, and get out from behind their computer screens.
0: So to make sure we do stay on the park, there are several restrictions and procedures in place to enable us to train. Can you please remind our members and listeners of those procedures that directly impact upon the players and parents and what they can and what they can't do.
1: So there's quite a quite a long laundry list there of uh, you know do's and don'ts, but most of it is really just common sense. It's stuff that we uh, we're doing anyway. We've all we've been living with COVID-19 for quite a while now, and we've all through different forums uh, had exposure to all the different precautions that we need to take in our community to k- restrict the um flow of COVID-19 so it's all common sense stuff uh in particular the stuff that uh, we have to do uh in the football club is that we have restrictions on the amount of kids that we can have on the ground at one time so we have a the major restriction there is that we can only have uh two groups of 10 uh on a on a football ground at any one time so that means that we've got uh, a maximum of 20 kids per session also need to focus on our uh on our hand hygiene and uh, making sure that we're hand sanitising and that we're sanitising our sports equipment before and after we use it. Uh, We need to maintain our social distancing. We need to make sure that um, parents uh, uh, are maintaining that social distance as well, not coming onto the uh, ovals and staying in their cars uh, preferably. They're the main things that sort of uh, we need to keep in mind. But most of it, as I said, is really just common sense and stuff that we'd be doing anyway. So yeah, it's it sounds like a lot, but it's not that big a deal really, and uh, it's a small price to pay to be able to get the kids back out and playing footy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look, it's just great great to have them back on the park. Now, I'm just going to change hats briefly because it looks as though we're going to have a football season now. So I'll just uh, ask you to put your registrar's hat on. How are the club's player numbers, and uh, are we still looking for new players, and and if so, uh, uh, are we looking for players in any particular age groups?
1: Yeah, so our, our numbers uh, are very strong, Lindsay. We've had uh, a lot of success over the years, as, as uh, most of our parents would be aware, in uh, getting getting new players to come to our club. We've got a really good philosophy at our club that uh, we're there for inclusion and for everybody to get a fair go. And uh, I think that most of the parents in our community uh, really appreciate that and also the professional way that the club is run. So we have really, really strong numbers. Uh, we are... All, we are always looking for new kids because AFL football is one of those sports that's very hard to get a sweet spot of exactly the right amount of numbers. So if we anywhere from sort of 18 to 22 is a good number, uh, outside of that, uh, you know things become a bit tricky. But we uh, always make sure that we never say no to anyone. So if uh, people do come along to our club, we uh, move things around, be flexible, and make it work. Uh, there are a couple of age groups that would uh, would. Would be useful if we did get some new players. So, in particular, our um, under-9s and under-10s could do with a a few more. Our under-13 boys uh, need some more, along with our under-15 boys. Uh, All of our girls' age groups, so under-10, 12, 14, 16 and 18, have uh, spots available as well, and we could do with a couple extra there. So, it's probably not inaccurate to say that uh, right across the board, we could do with a few more players, and we'd certainly welcome uh, new families coming into our club
0: okay thanks uh mick now uh another hat that you wear you're a coach of the under 12s and uh you had your first training session last night under what i'll call iso conditions how was that
1: Yeah, it was really good. It's great to see the kids. The kids that came were uh, really enthusiastic and uh, you could just tell that uh, it was just really healthy for them. So healthy in terms of their uh, mental well-being and also their physical well-being. It was great to have uh, the kids there and get back into it. And the smiles on their faces were uh, what it's all about. That's why we all do it. And um, it was really good. There was a few things that uh, we, you know, we had to change as part of the protocols but at the end of the day like i said before they're really just minor things around the edges we're we're not able to do uh contact work at the moment so it's really just about fitness and skills which which is fine anyway because uh we all need some uh, extra help uh with that so no it was really good lindsay to see all the kids again and uh, i think that they all had a really good time
0: oh look I'll, I'll just keep repeating myself over and over again it's just uh great to be back on the park <laughs> yeah
1: it is it is it's really good it's good it yeah, we've I think that uh, we underestimate how much uh, community sport means to to, to, to us all. It's uh, it's it's not just about um, it's not just about the physical exercise. It's about the uh, com- the, the the contacts that we all make, the uh, the human contact that we all uh, crave, and uh, the getting out and about, and getting some exercise, and and seeing the sun and all that. And I think that with uh, all the COVID stuff. You know, with the restrictions that we have had, it's been really difficult. And uh, we all underestimate how hard it's probably been for the kids. They're the ones that have probably done it toughest out of all of this.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Now, to to move on to uh, probably less serious matters, uh, get away from the serious stuff, just uh, finally a couple of uh, what is your favourite type of questions to finish with?
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. I like the uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. What is your favourite sport to watch or play?
1: i love afl footy uh i i can't get enough of it and it's one of the things that i have really missed uh this year it's been really difficult to uh be stuck at home and not be able to uh tune in and, and watch the footy on a friday night that's always been my thing uh friday night uh after work a uh, glass of red wine the fire on and uh, a game of footy that's if i don't go to it i'm a I'm pretty passionate Richmond supporter, and uh, I really love uh, the footy, and it, I've missed it heaps. I found myself uh, watching a lot of uh, old games in the last last uh, couple of months, so I've been sitting there watching uh, old replays uh, over and over again, and uh, my wife thinks it's pretty pathetic, but um, that's the only way I've been able to get my footy fix.
0: Being a passionate Richmond supporter, I, I can almost guess what the answer is going to be to this next question. Who is your, fa- your favourite AFL player?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm really... Yeah, I'm, D- Dustin Martin is probably the best player that uh, plays for Richmond, but I really like Jack Revolt. I reckon Jack Riewold, uh is one of the smartest uh, footballers going around. He's an undersized key forward. Uh, he just gets himself in the right spots and uh, manufactures a goal out of nothing uh, all the time. He's always got a, uh, really good players playing on him and he, he manages to win more often than not. So I, I really like Jack Reaver. I like the way he plays the game.
0: No, oh, I think his cousin's a, cousin Nick was a far better footballer, but uh, that's an argument we could <laughs> an have another day. <laughs> what two radio stations do you listen to in the car the most?
1: Well, I'm a bit of an old man now, so uh, Triple M is... Uh, I listen to Triple M for the music and uh, SEM for
0: the sport. Which would you rather do? Wash dishes? Mow the lawn? Clean the bathroom? Or vacuum the house?
1: Yeah, look, they're they're all unappealing uh, options there, Lindsay. Uh, I prefer to do none of them, but uh, i probably just happy enough to... uh, mow the lawns and do the dishes so they're, they're the they're the uh, jobs that I do in my household
0: yeah, okay now finally if uh you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be
1: uh being an italian man uh it's it's got to be the spaghetti bolognese and unfortunately I've eaten far too much of it over the years and uh, I need to get back out uh back out and do some exercise myself
0: Okay, that's uh, the end of the the, uh, interview, Mick. So uh, thanks very much. Really appreciate your time today. But I think it'd be remiss of me if I didn't thank you on uh, behalf of the players and uh, the members of the club for the part you played in getting all the approvals to enable the teams to train this week. I know it was a fairly big job and fairly time-consuming, and and I know you took on most of that role. So uh, great work, Mick.
1: No, thank you, Lindsay, for that. Um, Look, our club is uh, a club that's based on Uh, Lots and lots and lots of hands and uh, there's so many people that uh, do do a good job and uh, give their time for the club and uh, I think that uh, everyone really, really should and does appreciate all the work that everybody does behind the scenes.
0: And now just a reminder about our competition to find players to help co-host the program. If you're a player and think you would make a good co-host of our show, simply record an audio or video clip telling us why you should co-host Hawk Talk. Once you've done that, email it to podcast at wphawks.org.au before the end of May and the winner will be announced during our first episode in June. So get your entries in and good luck. Our next guest is a little younger. He's one of our under 10s, Logan Irvine. Welcome to Hawk Talk, Logan.
2: Thanks for having me, Lindsay.
0: You're welcome. Now, how excited were you that you uh, went back to training last night and that the uh, football season may be starting soon?
2: I'm really happy to be going back. There's just one thing that I just wish the whole team to be could be together in one group, not be in separate groups
0: yeah i i think that might change in in a week or two i think uh training will be able to be held with groups of twenty rather than just uh two groups of ten so that'll that'll help you out in that regard mate yeah how many how many years have you been playing football now
2: i have been this will be my third year
0: uh did you do Aussie kick before you started playing junior football
2: yes since prep
0: and what is it you like about playing football, Logan?
2: I just like hanging out with my mates and it's a real way to make new friends.
0: Yeah, okay. And uh, what's your favourite position?
2: Um, Half forward flank.
0: Is there anyone in the AFL that uh, you model playing half forward flank on?
2: Not really. I just really like the position.
0: What's your most memorable moment in football?
2: Kicking the winning goal for the Lightning Premiership to secure us the flag.
0: Wow, that's pretty amazing. You would have been happy about that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Which teammate is the funniest? One that makes you laugh?
2: Lockie Cotter.
0: Yeah, why? What did he get up to?
2: When... One time we were playing when it was like freezing cold and it was pouring down rain. There was so much mud on the ground, and he got shoved into the ground and just started. He just skid through the mud, and after the game he was drenched in mud.
0: Yeah, I don't think his parents would be happy about that. They have to do the washing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which AFL team do you follow, mate?
2: The Western Bulldogs.
0: The Western Bulldogs. So who's your favourite AFL player then?
2: Marcus Fontenpelli.
0: No surprise there. Okay. Um, have you got a favourite movie?
2: Avengers Endgame.
0: Okay. What about a favourite song? Not really. Do you listen to music a lot?
2: Yeah, a lot.
0: So what type of music do you like?
2: Uh, I really kind of like any.
0: Yeah? Okay, just any music. You got a favourite TV show or a favourite show that's on Netflix or, or Stan or one of the streaming services? Oh,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the name again? Oh, it's called The Last Dance.
0: What, what did you like about that?
2: I just like the whole concept of it. It's a really good show. And I do recommend it to everyone.
0: So, one last question for you, Logan. And uh, if the Western Bulldogs can't win the premiership this year... Which team do you think is most likely then to win the premiership? Mm. <sighs> Ooh, a difficult one.
2: <sighs> yeah. I might have to give it to I might say I'm gonna say Brisbane.
0: Brisbane, yeah, that's probably a good choice. They um, did well last year making the finals and uh, did pretty well.
2: They went from 17th to 2nd in one year.
0: So can they go a bit further this year and uh, win some finals and win the premiership, you think?
2: Mm, Hopefully. I'm thinking they might get a top spot on the ladder.
0: Thanks, Logan. Appreciate your time. All the best with the under-10s. I think you've got a milestone, 50 games coming up possibly this year if you play enough games, so uh, yeah, hopefully the season goes long enough so that you might get to those 50 games. And uh, once again, thanks for, for being on Hawk Talk.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Just a further reminder about the Toyota Good For Football raffle where the proceeds from each ticket go directly to the club. This will most likely be our only major fundraiser this season, so we'd ask those who are able to purchase tickets to do so and to share the link to buy tickets with your family and friends. You can find the link to purchase tickets on the club's website and via a pinned post on our Facebook page. Also, a further shout-out to our sponsors who have stuck with us for 2020, our major sponsors Mulgrave Country Club and OpenCore, our Gold Sponsors, Waverley Park Physiotherapy, Pinewood Community Bank, Melbourne Paella Company, Stevenson Financial Group, Nick Mastumano, Liberty Advisor, Seal Performance Batteries, and The Stadium Fish and Chippery. We truly appreciate your ongoing support in this difficult time. Our final guest this week is Sharon Adams, our club secretary and the parent of one of our under 10 boys. Welcome to Hawk Talk, Sharon.
3: Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me and well done on doing all these podcasts.
0: Firstly, tell us a little about yourself, such as uh, work, leisure and and sporting background. And probably the question I'm asking is, who is Sharon Adams?
3: Sure. Um, I'm a Mulgrave mum of two boys, Mitchell, who plays in under 10s, as you know. And Lachlan, well, I don't think he'll be a footballer. He's not really a team sportsman, our Lockie. Um I'm an events manager for a big global organisation and I uh, run all kinds of events from exhibitions and trade shows to sales conferences, customer seminars, Christmas parties, webinars and whatever else they throw at me, really. Um, I also do some graphic design and I did some studies recently, so now I'm producing lots of material for, for work and also for the footy club and I really love that side of things. I used to be a bit sporty, playing squash and hockey, uh, but work and family and life in general, not to mention a dodgy back. and um, I I can't really do that these days, so I get in a bit of walking, Pilates, yoga and those kind of things. I watch the kids and the hubby do all the crazy stuff in the backyard and get roped into those things occasionally, but most of the time I'm behind the cameras, so I get out of it. Uh, what else about me? We're also building a new home at the moment, it has its challenges, but I do love it. So I, uh, let's just say I spend a lot of time on Pinterest and visiting display homes and watching nine live shows as well, which my husband just loves.
0: Sound uh, very busy. And uh, so I guess you'd be glad to, to have school and football training resume this week. Uh, how difficult have you found it, balancing uh, your busy life, working at home, uh, looking after the family? Uh, doing the homeschooling and uh, keeping your two boys entertained.
3: Yes, I'm uh, really glad things are slowly getting back to normal. We've had one go back to school this week, and the second one going back on the 9th of June. He'll be wrapped because he's missing his friends a lot. Uh, it's been really hard juggling everything and being stuck at home. The kids have both said they want to go back to school. I never actually thought I'd hear them say those words though. I don't think they like me as their teacher really. I'm a bit, um, I'm a bit of a drill sergeant i won't let him slack off if something's not done properly i'll make him do it again dad on the other hand he's a bit more like them he just wants to get things done in a hurry and get it handed in some days i'm working early and working late and making up time um but the boys you know often they require a bit more supervision than we like we try to get outside go for walks or rides or scoots most days and probably like most families we've played a lot of board games and card games and charades and things and the boys, yeah, they've spent a lot more time on devices as well, like a lot of kids, I would imagine. So it will be good getting back to normal, I think.
0: Yes, it will. I think I think one of the things too about the the ISO lockdown is I think uh, the children um, have been probably the the hardest hit by it um, in terms of not being able to see their friends.
3: Yeah, that's killed mine. they've They've really missed them. So in one respect, I hate them playing their PlayStation and things, but that's that's kind of the only interaction they're having with their friends now. Um, so I think last two weeks have been able to see one or two friends, which has been nice for them. It's good to see them interacting again. They're so excited when they each see
0: each other. It's really cute. Now, last season was your first with the club. Was junior football what you expected?
3: Uh, yeah, pretty much. We've really enjoyed the first year at the Wadley Park Hawks. Mitch loves his footy. Um, we don't always love the cold starts in the, in the mornings and the early mornings some days, um, but that's footy, I guess. It's a great club. It's run really well with great people, and of course, the beautiful new club rooms make a make a difference. I know some of the other clubs are quite envious. I remember hearing a few comments as they've arrived in our in our grounds saying, "Wow, this is awesome." So yeah, it's it's a good club to be
0: involved in. So it's your second year at the club, and uh, your family's already deeply involved. Scott was coach of the under nines last season, and you've put your hand up for a pretty important role of secretary. Obviously, if Very community-minded, but what brought you to volunteer to be the club secretary?
3: Uh, Yeah, funny you should ask that. Um, Michelle McCluskey approached me one day and planted the seed, and after I thought about it for a little bit, I thought, oh, okay, I'll take it on, and then I thought, oh, gee, what have I done here? (laughs) But I do like being active in the community and organising things for the footy club and also the boys' school events and whatnot, Um, Scott's always been heavily involved in kids' sport. He's always coached Milo Cricket or Oz Kick and junior footy last year. And I know he's not a coach this year, but he'll still be assisting them and no doubt end up umpiring or running on game days too, if we ever have them, that is.
0: I I think we will, but uh, it's going to be a different landscape, certainly, when we get back to playing.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, how have you found the role, particularly in this disrupted season, you would have been just getting into the swing of things when the when the season was put on hold.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's been a lot of work at times and just when I thought it was going to ramp up this year, uh, yeah, COVID came along and things things just came to a, a screeching halt.
0: So what have you uh, enjoyed about the role and and what has surprised you the most about being on the club committee and, uh, and the executive?
3: Yeah, there's been a lot more involved than I first thought there would be. Um, not just taking minutes at committee meetings and things. (laughs) Um, I guess I'm involved in everything from appointing committee members, coaches, canteen managers, then there's scheduling training and practice matches, booking grounds, liaising with the council and schools, ordering merchandise, coordinating first aid training and working with children checks and booking line marking, team photos, producing posters, social media graphics, paying bills, collecting mail, the list goes on. I guess it's just like another another job.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, when you you turn up on match day, you, you're not really aware of what what's been going on behind the scenes in order to get the actual uh, club up and running and the teams on the ground every Sunday.
3: Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of things that go on in the background. I couldn't do it alone though. We've got an amazing committee like yourself and all the other guys who will just get in and get things done. I've really enjoyed getting to know everyone and you know building some new networks along the way.
0: Yeah, it's always fun being involved in in community uh, activities it would appear all going well that the season will commence in early July as a parent do you have any concerns about the the season recommencing
3: oh uh, if it was a few weeks ago I would have but not now I think we've come through it pretty well I'm not that concerned I'm lucky being in the inner sanctum so to speak I guess I've seen all the all the work that the clubs put in and and things that they've done, working closely with the with the league and the council, following all the government guidelines and making sure everyone's undertaken necessary training and all the new protocols to keep our kids and families safe. Um, I know it'll be different, um, but I think it would be devastating if the kids wouldn't be able to, it couldn't be able to play this year. So I think all our families can rest assured that the kids will be well looked after.
0: Yeah, and look, as, as I said earlier, I think um, it's the kids that have been uh, hardest hit by the, the lockdown and, and what's happened with COVID-19. So to get them back active at, at school and, and, and both playing their, their, their junior sports, I think it will be a good thing for them. I think it's time to lighten up the conversation a little now with a, a couple of what I'll describe as what is, was, or if type questions to finish with. So what makes you laugh the most?
3: What makes me laugh? Probably my kids. They come out with some crazy things at times. Yeah, definitely the kids. They they keep, they keep you young. Sometimes they make you old, but most of the time they keep you young.
0: Uh, what song would you sing at a karaoke night?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, oh, I can't even think of one. It's been a long time since I did karaoke. Can't even think of one, Lindsay. <laughs>
0: Okay, then we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> what was the last movie you watched, and and what did you think?
3: The last movie was one of those. What was it? Not London Falling. Angel has fallen, I think it was called, with Jared Butler. Is it? You know, the one where he's he's the uh, in the Secret Servant Service rather protecting the president. It was only last week. It's really good. I love those kind of movies edge of the seat kind of stuff it's always always they're always predictable same same kind of finish you know what's going to happen but they still uh they still keep you interested
0: would you rather go for a walk go for a run ride a bike or go for a swim
3: oh walk definitely running nah it's not for me swimming no i don't like it just ask my husband i'm always the last to get in the pool if i ever do and what was the other one
0: Uh, Ride a bike.
3: Bike ride. No, no, I'm not a bike rider with my silly back these days. So, yeah, just walking. Walking's nice. Refreshing. Get some fresh air and some vitamin D.
0: Now, if you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? (laughs)
3: Lately, my husband will probably be able to predict this one. I would just sit there watching nine live shows. (laughs) That's my thing at the moment. (laughs) I'd be happy to do that, sitting there with a glass of wine and a block of chocolate or something. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's fine. Whatever floats your boat. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure what what, uh, AFL club you follow.
3: Oh, Collingwood.
0: Okay, so if if Collingwood is not to win the flag this year, who is most likely, you think, to win this year's AFL Premiership?
3: Oh, it'll probably be the Tigers again, I reckon. I'd love the Hawks to get back there cuz you know I live in Waverley Park and like seeing them train and it's always good when they have their big uh their big practice matches before the grand final grand final weeks huge here so yeah it'd be good if the Hawks got back there again
0: Yeah okay thanks Sharon I appreciate your time and uh and your your frank answers to some of the questions and some of your non answers
3: <laughs> I only did one
0: Have you come up with what song you'd sing at a karaoke night yet? <laughs>
3: Um, maybe, are oh, the oldies like reigning men or sisters are doing it for themselves or something lame like that. The oldies but the goodies. Yeah,
0: okay, that's great. Anyway, thanks, Sharon. And that is the end of this week's show. Fantastic news this week with the return of football getting closer the AFL releasing the fixture for the first four weeks of the season restart, commencing with a blockbuster between Collingwood and Richmond on a Thursday night at the MCG, and our club hitting the training track with lots of smiles and a bit of fun. Don't forget our co-host competition for the players and the Toyota Good for Football raffle. And if you have any suggestions for segments or if you want to be part of the show, then please let me know. Thanks once again to our guests, Mick, Logan and Sharon. That is it for this week. Go Hawks!